welcome to Three Things, a sporadic podcast about movies in which me, Tom, and my friend Julian watch a film and tell each other three things we liked or didn't about it. We don't yet know what each other thought. And this week we watched It. It's based on Stephen King's 1986 novel of the same name, and it's kind of a remake of the 1990 miniseries, or I think it was a TV movie or a miniseries, um, and it's about a group of children who are terrorised by a clown and they have their own personal demons um, directed by Andy Mishmit yeah I don't know Mishmitty Mishmitty yeah um, okay Tom have you got any facts I have I mean you've you've you're, I think you've trodden a little bit on my on my my little fact toe but um, I'll just go with what I've got anyway <laughs> so fact one fact one about it brackets 2007 uh, it's one of two... 2017. St- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you threw me. Um, it's one of two Stephen King adaptations hitting cinemas this year. Uh, the other one was The Dark Tower. And oh, yeah. they have respectively been one of the biggest flops in terms of The Dark Tower and one of the biggest hits so far of the year um, in respect to It, which has been one of the biggest hits. Yeah, it's got some big box office numbers, hasn't it? I've- big. I went on a Tuesday, on a rainy Tuesday night, and the cinema was rammed. Mm, yeah, R- rammed really for cool. us on Sunday at three o'clock, um, which isn't really a horror film time. And yeah, yeah, super, super, um, super, super successful. Um, seems to have kind of struck a chord ever since the first trailer was released. Yeah. And despite the fact I'd never heard anybody talk about the previous uh, film or miniseries for a long time, um, as soon as that trailer arrived, everyone was like, oh, yeah, I used to watch that as a kid all the time. So. Yeah, it was very popular. I think the trailer was one of the most watched trailers in over 24 mm. hours on YouTube or something. So it's struck a nostalgia nerve or chord yeah. or something like that and um, and been very successful as a result. Mm. Uh, fact two. In the film, uh, we are told that it comes back every 27 years. Oh, this is a good fact. Mm-hmm. The miniseries was released in 1990. Which, which was how long ago? Yeah, 27 years ago. But Whoa. wait, but wait, but wait. I'm not even finished. The actor who plays It, Bill Skarsgård, was born in 1990, which is 27 years ago. Whoa. So that's pretty cool, right? That is a good fact. Yeah, very mm. good fact. 27 is a, a funny... A lot of famous people died at age 27. Oh, like uh, Hendrix. Is, is that the number? And Kirk Wayne and stuff. Sorry? Maybe. Kirk Cobain? Yeah, Kirk Cobain. Jimi Hendrix. Okay. Um... Amy Winehouse. My first house where I grew up. No, the house where I mainly grew up was number twenty-seven on a road. <laughs> Whoa! Big. Um, before this Why gets too self-indulgent, shh. Um, <laughs> I have found. Then I've gone a bit not off-piste, but um, slightly weird with fact three. Uh-huh. Um, I have found tenuous links to all the movies we've reviewed so far, and this film. Go Would on. Would like to hear them? Definitely. Uh, our first review is The Founder, mm-hmm. which is about McDonald's, and their icon, if you call it, or mascot, uh, is Ronald McDonald, a clown like it. Right. Will you take, will you take that? Um, yes. Yeah, cool. Great. Moving on. Uh, Atomic Blonde. Uh, Bill Skarsgård is in Atomic Blonde, apparently. I didn't recognise him from it. Um, and yeah. the song 99 Red Balloons is in Atomic Blonde. <laughs> this film features, features the 100th Red Balloon. Um, yeah, Okja uh, was the first film where I had ever seen an animal executed with a bolt gun, uh, and this is the second. 
Okay. That's all right, right? Tenuous. Okay, yeah. Okay, well, the, the, and then The Mummy was also broadly a horror remake, as is this. So there's your facts. Okay, yeah, there's some some good facts. <laughs> there's some there's some padding done. I've been practicing my Pennywise impression. Would you like okay. to hear it? Yes. Hello, Georgie. Hello, Georgie. <laughs> what do you think? Yeah, I really like it. It's pretty good. Cool. Um, okay, let's go into it. Let's do our three facts. Hmm. I'm going to start. Okay. And my first is a like. And it is the general 80s children setting. Um, mm. Obviously, I am a child of the 80s. I was born in 1978. Um, so I grew up on stuff like Stand By Me, The Goonies, E.T., Night on Elm Street. And all those films are, are referenced quite hard in this yep. film. Um, and I really like that whole American small town mentality that the, that the film sort of taps into, um, and the you know the high school bullies and um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> obviously, I don't approve of bullying, but <laughs> yeah. or or American small town mentality. You don't. I mean, that's yeah. not what you mean. It's the thing that you like. No, yeah, sorry, yes. no, yeah. <laughs> I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, it really struck a chord with me. I obviously, it's Stranger Things was. Um, Mm-hmm. Was it last year? It probably was last year, wasn't it? Mm, yes, let's say yes. Yeah, I think coming it was. back this year. Um, obviously, it borrows quite heavily from that. It even features one of the actors that's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think his name's Finn Wolfhard, which is a cool name. That is a cool name. Um, yeah, so that whole the general feel of the film I enjoyed, and uh, it's a definite like. Yeah, 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 I I had that too. Um, I thought. Yeah, the way it evoked that era, I liked a lot. I liked uh, something that's very much from that era of films. Um, you've got foul-mouthed kids telling dick jokes and your mum jokes at yeah, each other. There's some very um, good mum jokes. There are very good ones. Um, and that's really endearing and just you, you don't tend to see that in much stuff anymore. Um, I liked it a lot more than Stranger Things, um, but I couldn't quite pull apart why because it's a while since i've watched that like less than a year probably but um things fade in my mind quite quickly but i remember loving the start of stranger things and then um i got a little bit bored with it if i'm honest Mm. uh and i seem to think that this did the the 80s thing a bit more naturally um but also i I thought strange things as as a story tailed off a little bit um so i wasn't as in love with that as everyone else was um and yes so i i didn't even look at this and think oh this is you know it's just doing the strange stranger things again a thing again um i thought it was doing that maybe a bit better and in something that i enjoyed a bit more yeah so, um yeah i like that the other thing uh, about the era that i thought was really nice um i really like the text captions on the screen um the way that they'd been done um just the, sort of the font of them and the way that they kind of were a bit fuzzy around the edge and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, that was good. Looked like something from a film around then. Um, and yeah, they'd done did. that really well. Yeah. I like that a lot. Uh-huh. Cool. Agreed. I like that. Okay. Shall I go? Yeah, you go. Uh, I liked the scare creativity. And I don't know if that's a word or a term. <laughs> um, but you mentioned Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Um, and this reminded me of that in a few ways. Um, one, because 
it's directly referenced in um in one part of it um and two because there's a scene that's got a very very similar visual um kind of scary thing that goes on in it to, to yeah. something that happens in the first nightmare on Elm street without too many spoilers um but i just thought it, it's been a while since i've seen a horror film where all of the scares were quite different because i think it's well enough known it is playing on the individual characters fears and taking many different forms and all of that kind of stuff um and that's a little bit sort of nightmare on elm streety so you're you're not seeing the same monster or the same type of scare over and over again i thought it was really quite creative with the way it um scared you and quite imaginative so i really like that about it mm. well one, my second is an actual is a dislike <laughs> and i didn't like the constant jump scares in the film okay um i thought it i didn't find it i, I found the film quite quite scary generally Mm-hmm. But the way the jump scares happen is almost the same every single time, and it's like someone's dropped a load of pots and pans on the floor, and there's all this noise and all this sort of shaky camera happens all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, I just thought, oh, well, it's a, it's a very brief scare. It's like not very scary, and then Ugh, very, very scary, very, very quickly, and then back down to to normal again. Like, oh, okay. you know, and I, yeah, I didn't, it didn't, I don't think it worked terribly well in the film. Okay. Um, I I thought I thought the uh, the clown stopped being scary after about halfway through the film. Yeah, I'd yeah, I'd I'd, I'd give you that. I think um, it it we um, Penny, Pennywise it Pennywise call it, yeah, yeah he's shown very early and revealed in full very early and then yeah. you see him quite a lot um, and it's rare that you see a horror film that that is quite so open about that um mm. and you do get a little bit they're really um, cheap there's just cheap cheap jumps is what i would just how i would describe them okay i like, like that i'd i'd say that's something that frequently annoys me in horror films and i didn't think it was true of this okay i thought um i just made a note of something i was going to talk about in spoiler spoiler section so we'll so come back to that because it's kind of related yeah. Um, I sort of know what you're getting at, but it certainly didn't didn't bug me. I think um, I actually thought that. So I've I guess I've had two likes already, um, and I'm going to go for my third. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I really like the tone of it, and not just the kind of 80s nostalgia and all of that kind of thing. What I liked about it was that I didn't think it was a terrifying film. I'm sure a lot of people will watch it um, and be absolutely terrified i think it's yeah. one of those things the fewer horror films you've seen the more <laughs> the more it's gonna um escape but i i really enjoyed being scared by this film i thought that the majority of the scares did a really good job of sort of um being in the balance between oh i'm actually scared and i'm just really enjoying kind of how how creative yeah um, i get yeah scare I, i'd agree i'd agree with that we'll come back to it in the spoil a bit but yeah i i do i kind of agree with some of that and the and the thing that I, I also liked about that is that it you know we've talked about films before that are all over the shop, and this one so in a way it almost is because you've got at one end you've got some you have got some a few really creepy moments and a few creepy very unpleasant things that it deals with, and then you've got a lot of scares that sit in that for me very enjoyable, um, but very very enjoyable very creative middle ground, and then you've got a load of humour. 
Um, and it managed to, at the same time, remind me of, like, exactly like you said, Stand By Me and Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. And I thought to kind of, to play that broadly, um, but kind of stay effective and and, um, and hold my interest and not feel incoherent, I thought was really quite impressive. Yeah, I'd, um, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with, with that. <clears throat> so that's that's three likes from me, and I think you've got, I've got one, one left. Where um, are you going to go? I am going to go dislike on my oh, third. Um, I promise not to mention this every week. Okay. <laughs> no, yeah, I won't no, mention no, it for no. another five episodes minimum. Yeah. But it's too fucking long. Yeah. Two hours, whatever it is. Felt like it two is. and a half. And what what annoyed? No, it's not really the length that's the problem. It's what what annoyed me was that it. I think this film could have been a great film, like a really mm-hmm. really great film. And I think had it uh, the original director was the guy that directed. Um, I don't know his name. It was the guy that directed True Detective series one. Oh right, okay, yeah. Um, I don't know the name of it. Top and of I top think of my head, but. if he. If he had, had had made a film along that sort of line, along those sorts of lines, it could have been a really good film. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, somewhere along the way, along the line, they decided to make it more mainstream. We, I mean, it's worked obviously because it's a <laughs> very profitable film. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think this film's going to stick with people long term. Whereas I think they had the ingredients in it to make something that could have been one of the all-time good horror films okay I, there's a lot of there's a lot of interesting stuff in that I, I think we should talk about the length of it in spoiler section okay i have already hinted at it it is a film that made me feel a little bit a little bit old a little bit round the block because there were younger people in the screening with us who were clearly getting a lot more worked up by it than i was and i think that when you talk to people in 10 15 years time who were 20, 18, 20, whatever, now, they will cite this as classic all-time horror film. You reckon? I don't, yeah, I don't necessarily think they're right, but yeah. um, but I, I'm, I'm pretty sure... Sort of generational thing, you think? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, you could be right. The, um, the two girls next to me in the cinema were... I, I went to the cinema on my own. I couldn't convince my yeah. wife to go with me. Um, my wife? So <laughs> they were, these two girls were sat next to me and they were constantly jumping... Yeah, um, and and I obviously, I, you know, I wasn't because I'm old, I suppose. Because you're so hard. <laughs> no, well, I suppose it's just it's, it's just yeah, age, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And at the end absolutely. of the film, <laughs> she said she turned to me and said, "Are you a cyborg?" <laughs> <laughs> um, I didn't really know what to say. But, uh, uh, that's I suppose she had a point. Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. Well, not that I want to hurry to to pouring this delicious whiskey, but I think we should go to spoilers and then we can revisit that topic. Yeah. What What have we done then? We've done. You've done three likes, yeah. Yeah, and you've done two dislikes and one so like. So it's a four-two split. Hmm. And I did, in case anyone is tuning out now, I did have a a tentative dislike, but I knew you were going to uh, drop at least one, and I thought it was, um, I thought it was more worthy of better than that. So. Okay. Okay. Well, I fancy a glass of spoilers. Me too. What are we having this week, Tom? So, I've sent you some of this. Yeah, you have. Um, a while ago, I decided I'd learn about whiskey, so I bought a lot of whiskey. And then I didn't drink much of it, because you don't really have that much cause to sit and drink whiskey all the time. 
apart from when you start a podcast that just has a a bit crowbarred into the middle where you drink some whiskey. Yeah. It is a Ballantine's yeah, totally. Ballantine's seventeen year old blended Scotch whiskey. And when I bought it, and I'd say this was probably three or four years ago, two or three years ago, um, it had just won a really good award for the best blended Scotch whiskey. Is this Duncan Ballantine of Dragon's Den? No, okay. for two reasons. Um, one, because he doesn't like whiskey, and two, because he's called Duncan Ballantine. And wh- what's this called? Ballantine. What's he called? Banatine. Oh, okay. It's probably not his then. No. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. 17 years though, that's old. It is. Well, it's probably 20 years old now. What if it was 27 years old? <laughs> right, um, we, so I haven't tried this yet, even though I've had it for ages. Have you tried it? I've just taken my first sip and it is delicious. <laughs> As usual, I can weigh in with some tasting notes. Oh. I'll give it a sniff. Uh, I'm getting vanilla. Mm. I mean, I just, I don't... It's like, is it port? Sherry, maybe? No, it's whiskey, mate. Um, it's really, really nice. <laughs> Has <laughs> it been sat in some sort of sherry bar- barrel? Um, I don't know. doesn't say so. Very nice. Yeah, let's go spoilers. Okay. <clears throat> Do you want to right. start? Sounds like you got some in the barrel. Well, that I had um, so I had the pacing of it as a as a potential dislike to drop, um, yeah. and yeah, it's too long. Um, it, I thought, especially the last half hour, just keeps trying to drop in loads and loads and loads of scares, mm-hmm. um, and there are too many in that whole se- sequence where they go down underground. I just thought it was it was going for it too much like it builds up to kind of a climax in the house uh which is a really good sequence i thought and then yeah the house has another good. extended scary the, fir- the first time they go in the house was really good i thought um yeah uh i think i think i thought both times both times i, I really liked but i thought i thought by that point you've had so many really good scares i thought um that the ending could have just been the sort of the emotional payoff of it but mm-hmm. instead there were loads there's loads more scaring to be tried and done and i just it felt like it lost its rhythm i also thought that it struggled quite a lot as a film with um you know it deals with the kind of the characters and the characters inform the plot because it's their own fears that that feed that pennywise feeds off um i just didn't think it did a very good job of establishing what those characters fears were no. or them then realizing that they were then fe- were feeding pennywise and, and creating the problem and all of that kind of stuff like it was the kind of film where people just went ah we're feeding his fears uh, and it and it didn't earn those things um so i thought it tried to do too much and with a few fewer scares it could have done the other stuff better and been a much better film as a result yeah that's the point i was trying to get at is i think the, the, the children's lives outside of it, outside mm-hmm. of Pennywise, they, those were their real fears, weren't they? Yeah. Um, and they, they, not all of the children, but um, they sort of overcome those fears mm-hmm. in, their, in their private lives and then overcome um, it separately. And I yeah. think that's what it, it, it muddled up, was yes. those... I would agree with that. Was was how those intertwine. I think that's where the good film, where the great film could have been. Yes. How those stories played out against, yeah. And, yeah. And, and you know, their actual, actually their their own lives were worse than the lives that um, 
that Pennywise was serving up to them. Yes. And I, I like there, there were little bits like the occasional interactions with people like the, the guy in the pharmacy who was incredibly creepy and all that kind of stuff that were, were yeah. really good. But it just didn't. Yeah, it didn't quite bring all those to get those things together in a way that would have made it more satisfying as a whole. Yeah. Um, so there's a got... there's a well full of dead kids at the yeah. end of this film. Mm-hmm. What's, hap- what's happening there? I mean, they floated down, but they look dead. Yeah, so I think so they're just—they're just dead. They're just dead down there now. Yeah, they just—they just left. <laughs> left all the dead kids down there. Yeah, I think so. Okay, um, that seems normal. It seems like they were, that seems they were like the correct behaviour in that situation. Were, well, actually, although that was one of the nice things in the film, where like they were, um, you know, missing kids posters got got sort of nonchalantly covered up with another missing kid poster. Like the yeah. whole town was did so you, used to it, they didn't care. Did you watch the original? Mini series, uh, yes. I mean, that'll bring us on to spoiler two. But I watched the first part, but I don't think I ever watched the second part. And obviously, this film, although they hid it in the marketing, um, is only the first part of the story. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not hid it in the marketing, but you know, they never, they they didn't call it it chapter one. I definitely watched it um, as a child. Well, as a child, yeah. Mm-hmm. Was it nineteen ninety? It came out, so yeah, it was probably. I don't know yeah. when I saw it. It was probably like twelve, thirteen, something like that. Yeah. Um, and I remember being very s- spooked at it at the time. I've since watched clips of the original bit, and it is pretty awful. Is it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember. I remember. There's a bit with a spider, big spider. Yeah. Um, is I that the first part the, or the second part? That's the second part. At the very end of the film, I think he. Oh, okay. Then it's I basically a spider. Yeah. But you, you know that Stephen King wrote this book on a massive cocaine bender basically Did so he? it's very very strange the book goes into a lot more detail about the backstory about about it yeah um and there's like there's a turtle i think yeah um, which was sort of referenced in some yeah, way yeah and there was a little br- brief bit of spidering that happened but um i i don't yeah. know enough about it um i've never no. read the book um it's a very big book. It is. <laughs> it's like I was, 900 pages, I think. Like I was that. tempted to off the back of this, and then I remembered that. But like, they, what they do with the sequel is quite interesting now, because like, obviously it's been a massive hit, so there's there's no way they won't make another. But I wonder if they... like, Did they cast the kids with an older cast in mind? Will there be flashbacks to this era in the next film? Will it be totally standalone? It's quite, quite interesting, because I assume they didn't cast it. Um with no. uh, with an, an ex cast in mind, and I assume they would go with unknowns because you don't need to pay stars to be in it when everybody already wants to see the sequel. So yeah, um, yeah, that would be interesting to see how they um, how they uh, what they do with that. Um, there were a couple of other spoiler bits I wanted to point out. I like the amount of severed things in this film. I like a, <laughs> I like a severed thing. Um, so that's worth that's worth calling out. Yeah. Um, well, I, dis- I mean, there was the boy's arm. Georgie. Yeah. yeah. Hello, Georgie. <laughs> His arm came <laughs> off. Who else, what else got severed? Um, I mean, we saw that arm being held later. Uh, yeah. Oh, that was good. We had the yeah. boy with the severed head then chasing down into the um, 
Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Like, and uh, into the basement of the library. I thought that was one of the, one of the like the the clever visual scare of okay, you've seen a pair of uh, a pair of feet at the top of the stairs, and you can't see the top of the body, and then it takes a step down because you know it's coming, and and you're just expecting it to to come and slowly chase him, but you haven't clocked that when he takes another step down, you'll see that he's got a stump for a head. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> I thought that was really clever. I um, thought the um, the scares that were good in this film, um, the projector scare was yeah. good I like that mm-hmm. uh, but unfortunately all the good stuff is in the trailer I thought it is it, it is. gives away um, so much of the film which the... is I mean it's worked really well for them obviously but it, it's, yeah. the trailer the, gives it all away the the third severing just quickly is um, when they have to open one of the three doors and there's a hanging body behind one of them that has oh, a bomb yeah. bitten off yeah, which yeah, is yeah. great I like um, the doors scary not yeah, scary yeah, 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 very yeah, scary was <laughs> yeah it was good um, yeah you're, I watched the first trailer when it came out and I kind of I have a rule of only watching one trailer for a film and then if I've decided to see it then I you know don't watch any more trailers I sit in the cinema and shut my eyes and and ignore trailers when I see them. La, 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 for, for exactly that reason. And when I saw the first trailer for this, I even sort of only half paid attention to it because I knew I wanted to see it, and um, and it clearly was showing some very good scares. I did think that that garage slide protect projector scene. Um, I might get a little bit pretentious and go with masterful on that as a as how well construct, constructed a scare that was, mm. um, and how fun that was to watch. Uh, I, yeah, I really absolutely love that scene. It's um, a it's a rip of a scene in the original 1990. Version. Is it? Um, yeah, they. I think they're looking at a photo book in that right. one, and something okay. similar happens. Um, the the um, clown room. The clown room was the other uh, good scare. I thought when the um, jumping out Richie, the, 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 the yeah, he's in the room with all the with yeah. all the clowns. I think they could have made that better, but if they'd had yes. him in the room, stood up somewhere, and you could see him, and Richie couldn't, I thought it would have been good. But yeah, but I, I loved that because I thought each time it, I felt like I knew exactly how it was going to scare me, it flipped it a little bit. So like the guy walking down the stairs, and then you see he's got no head, or like that moment where he goes over to the kind of the coffin in that room to open it, and you expect something to sort of pop out, but it he flies out right to the ceiling and i love the way that, that was shot and done and that that um that took me aback a little bit mm. um i really liked that and like i say I, I enjoyed being scared by it the other thing i wanted to point out spoiler wise was um to start with i thought there were far too many instances of cgi to either try and be scary or to do something that didn't need to be cgi which sort of either broke the scariness of the film or broke the eighties feel, like the boat that goes down the. Yeah, I was going to say the, the boat stream. was clearly CGI. CGI, you can understand that, surely. I mean, that would have been a nightmare to film. Yeah, I mean, it kind of would, but it, it, because you could, I think. I thought they, the... they probably tried to film it and thought, "Oh fuck, this is CGI." <laughs> well, because of the setting, they. Um, uh, I thought you could you could have almost got away with a little bit of like authentic eighties film ropiness, <laughs> um, but I, I didn't I, notice that... any other. CGI so bits. The the first guy who goes into the sewer, one of the bullies, um, and then he gets a, a, a attacked. Even the balloon that floats up in front of his face and then pops was a CGI balloon. Mm. Um, and then stuff like the the painting that came to life and the the woman that came out of that, who wasn't I I didn't think was scary or fun or 
or really particularly good in any way. She was CGI. The hands coming out of the fiery door were CGI. Like there was so much CGI where I thought you could have done without it. Okay. But then later, yeah. I thought it kind of redeemed itself in some ways because especially some of the like uh, like almost contortionist stuff where he's you know coming out of a little box and yeah, sort of really unfolding his limbs yeah. and all that kind of stuff and other bits where he was lying down and he like his limbs popped into life and all that kind of stuff um that were really cool visuals that you could only do with cgi yeah um i think like that's what having, having moaned about the jump scares I did, I did quite like the way the clown was sort of sped up Mm-hmm. And he sort of shakes and rah, like the camera was like, oh, bloody hell. <laughs> you know, that was, is quite scary. But in a jump scare kind of way and not. Um, yes, it, like it, ne- it didn't, never got under my skin. But after a lot of the big scares, I turned to David and just like gave him a beaming grin of just like, of, I'm enjoying this. Yeah, this I mean, I watched it on my own. That, I think that does make a difference with this sort of film because mm-hmm. it's not such a social experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think it does take away from it. A little bit. I th- just spoiler quickly the the blood sink clean up montage. Yeah, I enjoyed that. I mean, that would mm. have taken days, days, to and clean. Days. I mean, you would have needed a lot of bog roll to clean yeah. that blood up. But they seem to do it in a few hours or you know, a little while. But I think that's one of the things that's a sign of of a film that's that you're into. And there are there are bits like that, or or kind of quite silly bits in terms of. Like the slide projector thing, it's, it's a stupid thing. If you were told about that as a, like a standalone thing, but because you were into the film, I thought it got away with with quite yeah. a lot of those things. Um, yeah, and obviously the the blood the blood sink was what I meant by the um, the visual that was very reminiscent of. With um, the hair, the, 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 yeah, yeah but of the yeah. the bed uh, and the bed exploding Johnny Depp, I think, with blood. Yeah. yeah. In the first Nightmare on Elm Street. Did you, did you notice Nightmare on Elm Street was playing in the cinema in one of yeah, the Yeah, number songs five, on? I think. Yeah, it was, yeah. I'd like to mention um, the, the girl, Beverly. Mm. Sophia Molly Ringwald. Lillis, I think yeah. her name is. She was really good. I thought probably the yeah, best, best thing in it. And then obviously Bill Skarsgård was really good as well as Pennywise. Yes. Um, they were the two standouts for me. They could have been, yeah. obviously, could have done with a few more women in this film. <laughs> it I, doesn't yeah. pass the test. No, it doesn't. Um, I, yeah, I thought I, I thought a lot of the young cast were good. I thought let's be really respectful here. I thought the fat kid and the stuttering kid were also good. Yeah, very good. He got called um, tits as well, which I enjoyed. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I immediately thought of you when that. Yeah, happened. I imagine you did. Um, <laughs> let's just leave that unexplained. Yeah. for people. Um, I haven't got yeah. tits. No. So. That was all I wanted to talk about, and I, I feel we've motored through it because I wrote down quite a few things I wanted to talk about, and I might have talked all over you. So sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty much there as well. Um, cool. Yeah, let's let's call it. Um, we we okay. liked it. It was a good film. Yeah, I mean, but we've gone four likes and two dislikes, which I think probably bucks the trend of what most reviews will stick it at because I think this is this yeah, will be it's, a, it's done well. This will be a four or five star film for most people. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, um, I forgot to mention at the beginning that you should follow us on Twitter. We are Three Things Podcast with a three, the number three, we are. and we're on all the usual um, services: iTunes, Pocket Casts, um, and all the other stuff. So subscribe to us, and thanks very much for listening. Mm. Um, yeah, a bit of um, 
a bit of housekeeping from last week. I spoke about Tom Cruise never being driven by a woman. <laughs> but one of our listeners got back to us, Dom. Thank you, Dom. He pointed out that he has been driven by a woman in Vanilla Sky. Cameron mm. Diaz is driving him. And to, I think this kind of backs up my theory because she crashes the car. <laughs> so kind of, you know, kind yeah. of backs up the theory a little bit. Okay. Um, but yeah, thanks, Dom, for that. Um, what are we going to watch next week, Tom? Uh, I think we're going to watch Mother, the new Darren Aronofsky film. Oh, yes. And there's nothing more satisfying than saying Darren Aronofsky. Um, so <laughs> look forward to a lot of that next week. I like his films a lot. So. He's got his new girlfriend in it. Mm. Um, also, this lets me drop another fact. Do you want another fact? Go on. The director of It has made some films before. One of them was a short film called Mama, and one of them was a film called Mama. Now we're going to watch another film called Mother. Mother. You can see why that didn't make the cut. But yes, it's weak. It's crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to watch that, and um, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Okay, well, we'll see you next time. Thank you again for listening. Do the truffle shuffle. Ooh, 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 ooh.